What's up, Soap Suds? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! Uh, it's another... Oh, God. Caron just came out a little bit. <laughs> Leva, you, uh, how you doing, friend? You okay? Um, you okay, bud? No. You want to talk about I'm it? Not, I'm not okay. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm not okay. I've been having technical issues for two days solid if not probably a week solid no i think there's some sort of update with the new laptop and internet internet connectivity is all messed up so when i was like trying to find wi-fi knowing that i'm looking at wi-fi right now on my phone there's wi-fi right here i use this wi-fi let's say aw's wi-fi i'm looking at it right now and it's not finding it the only way I could use internet over there was with my ethernet cord. And then I finally uh, figured out how to get Wi-Fi to work. I was over at my aunt's house. I finally was able to get that. And then the ethernet cord wasn't working when oh, I started no. looking up at mom's house for Heels game night. So I had to switch computers. And it's an older computer. And it doesn't work as well. And then the game just was being all glitchy. And it was oh, dumb. Oh, no, Leva. And this is like like minutes before it's supposed to start. So Aubrey, I had to give a code to Aubrey and she ended up downloading it real quick and she shared the game for Heels Game Night, but I was so frustrated. Like it worked the day before. L- I mean, but... listen, that's And then my stream today, I was able to play AEW Among Us fine. I got in, opened the computer, plugged it in. Hey guys, I'm here. Played an hour, no problem. It's a little like Oh, Leva, your mouth is not matching your face, but or whatever. I'm like, it's fine. I'll just restart my computer. I restarted my computer, wasn't plugged in 100%, died, came back, nothing works. Like, oh, no. Like, no internet, no Streamlabs. Streamlabs wouldn't come on at all. It was just nothing was working. So Seth got in remotely and tried to fix it. Well, he's been Streamlabs working. He goes, all right, I'm going lo- to log out of here so you can go do Geek Soapbox. I try to get on Zoom. Not working. Zoom cannot connect. So I finally lost my cool, got the old laptop, slammed it on top of the new laptop, because I'm sure that, that fixed it, right? And yeah. then just quickly connected everything so I can do the stream. Oh, man. I'm sorry you're having problems. That sucks. I mean, you know me. I'm always having internet problems. So, uh... <laughs> When you're here at the Geek Soapbox, Leva Bates territory, anything is possible. We'll get through it. You'll get through it. We'll get through it. We'll all, we'll figure it all out. Uh, mm. on, on better news, Leva, we have a guest tonight. We do. Hi, John. We do have a guest tonight. Tonight we're joined <laughs> by Twitch streamer and artist extraordinaire, one half of the right John Squared Circle Show. You've seen him around lurking in our chat. Mr. John Lewis is Hello. here. How John are you? Lewis, we're good. Uh, Lee was having a night, but uh, yeah, we're Lee good. Yeah, a bad day, buddy. I hate to hear it. Welcome to the show. First Thank time you so on. much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Obviously, uh, you know, I love watching you guys, and uh, thank you for inviting me on to talk about the, uh, the, you know, a little bit of the razzle dazzle of the uh, old Snyder cut. You know oh, what I'm saying? Uh, old Snyder boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us, says, get to know you a little better. I'm going to ask you the question we ask all of our guests on the show. What would the back of your geek trading card say? Oh my goodness gracious! Um, it would just say professional razzle dazzler. 
Oh, I like it. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. No, no further questions. Just no uh, stats. <laughs> that's all. No it power says. levels. No, no power. No nothing. Just uh, yeah. razzle dazzle. Professional razzle dazzler. I like it. I'm here <laughs> you know for I mean? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a little yeah, ambiguous yeah. Uh, mystery backstory. I like it very much. Yeah, I just tried to cue one of my sounds like I'm on my stream, and it really, <laughs> it really <laughs> effed me up. It's, uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Here you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professional Razzle Dazzle. Clap for the Razzle Dazzle. He's a Razzler. He's a Dazzler. He's Mr. John Lewis. Give me old Razzle Dazzle. Uh, guys, how was your week? You don't want me to answer. Okay, I want. Then please do not. Do not answer. Uh, week for me has been pretty all right. Uh, you know, doing my little work thing, doing yeah. what we can, streaming every now and then. And uh, you know, we're here. Glad to be here. It's getting hot. I hate it, but it's I all know. right. Listen, speaking it. of getting hot, thank you for the uh, segue, John Lewis. I adulted this week, you guys. We've been living in this house for like two years. Our upstairs, it's needed insulation in the attic since we moved in. Like before we moved in and we had our home inspection, the guy mm. showed us the little uh, thermal camera images. The upstairs walls, completely red. <laughs> all, all fire, lava, center of the sun, red. And we were like, nah, it's okay. It's all right. We'll, we, want, we want the house. It's fine. It's great. It's great. For two summers, we've been sweating our asses off upstairs. Yeah. We're just like, oh, God, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, God, the electric bill's so high. Oh, God. We decided we can't take it anymore. So this week, we had an insulation guy come out, and they're coming tomorrow to put insulation in our attic. (laughs) There it is. And I've never been so excited in my entire life. You know it's the business when you start getting excited about that stuff. I know. You know you're an adult when you're like, I'm getting insulation. This is the best day of my life. The best way to uh, celebrate it is to take off all your clothes and just roll around the insulation. Just roll oh, right yeah. around in it. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. You get a yeah. nice prickly feeling. Like it's just like it makes you yeah. feel alive. It tickles you. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we're gonna do a little segment here called uh, "What Have You Been Playing? What Have You Been Reading? What Have You Been Watching?" You can answer all three. You can answer just one. Whatever you feel like sharing. John Lewis, what you've been playing, you reading, and watching? Sure. Cool. Uh, we're watching. <laughs> we're watching uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, which is good, but I don't think it's as good as WandaVision yet. Uh, I think WandaVision had a really unique premise. Yeah. So, also, uh, Falcon kills a lot of people, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's he a... murders a lot of people. I mean, uh, they're the bad guys, right? Yeah, I it's guess. okay, right? Uh, it's like actually probably the only thing I can say I've really watched this week so I can actually join in this conversation there you so. go I enjoy it I'm like you I'm so far digging WandaVision a bit more but they're so different it's hard to mm-hmm. compare them yeah absolutely so I, I, I feel like it's that I am enjoying it uh, I'm not as this like I was with WandaVision I'm more like oh this is cool alright cool let me look down real quick okay let me text okay I'm back what you know, yeah. it's kind of, I'm watching it kind of like that. But I am enjoying their banter with each other. There's, Absolutely. There's some fun humor things. Uh, I'm intrigued to learn more about Walker. Mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm intrigued where this story goes. And then definitely the very end. I don't know if we want to mention the very, very end of the episode. Which okay. I'm excited about. Okay. Okay. Because Zemo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I like that part. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm a little confused on what's going on. Maybe it's because I was too busy. Like, cause I eat dinner and I watch TV, so I might have been eating a lot of ramen. I missed. I really don't understand like the the group 
the flag smasher people and I don't I don't think girl. we know a whole lot yet. I think yeah. that's part of the mystery. I thought maybe I missed something. I was like, I don't I, I don't, don't think know so. I think that story's developing. Okay. But I didn't I d- enjoy the whole thing with like Isaiah and that that whole like Baltimore stuff. That was real cool. I really enjoyed all of that. I like that they're referencing um I don't remember the name of the book. I think it was maybe called Red, White and Black. It came out in the early two thousands. Did you ever think, read that book? I think that is correct. Yeah, and if they're gonna go up, go that route, hoo, 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 it's gonna be hachi machi. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a rough story to tell because it's it's really uh, emotional and it really has a lot of weight to it. So if they're gonna go that route, I'm really intrigued to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I hope they get to dig into that stuff. I hope you know there is a rich history there and you know some heavy themes and heavy things to cover. I hope that they have the time in this show to dig into that stuff or at least leave the door open for other avenues where they can, you know, get into it. I hope it's not one of those like, okay, we sort of touched on it and uh, we're done with it. You know, yeah. I-, I hope I they give like it. I feel like the episodes are already longer than WandaVision was, but I don't know if WandaVision they... was trying to keep into the, the sitcom, the first couple episodes and stick with like the sitcom time. And like, we don't have to worry from, about from that. From what with... I understand, this show, every episode is longer, but there's only six episodes, I think. Yeah. Oh, so, only six? Yeah. No, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. brilliant too. We have barely not even scratched the surface. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. It's gonna, it's gonna go mock level five here in a couple yeah. of minutes. <laughs> like, hold episodes. on to your butts, people. Yeah, start off with the you know, the old <laughs> razzle dazzle. There we go. Back at the find razzle. out if Falcon got the loan. They didn't get the loan, did they? They didn't get the loan. <laughs> they they the did loan not get the loan. He makes no money. He's been disappeared for five years. Uh, things are not in his favor. When it comes he's, to he's saving been the boat, some, uh, some poor problems. Shenanigans to you, Tony Stark. How dare you? <laughs> I know. Like, was he not uh, giving out? He should have been giving out some some monies. Yeah, like, I mean, come on. What's going on there, Tony? Uh, leave everybody a little bit in your will, Tony Tone. But then, wait, was he was he blipped back when Tony? Yeah, he was back. Yeah, oh. he was back. everybody was back. He's gone. No, but he, he could have paid him before, before. Well, you know, actually, you raise a good point. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I mean, they were by the time he got blipped back, they were in the middle of a fight, and they're like, like, oh, hold up, let me change my will real quick. Well, now I have no re- reason to be angry. Several hundred people <laughs> back alive. I got to put in my will. Damn, you just popped my plot hole. Damn. <laughs> Shenanigans. That's what I'm here for? Pop Damn plot it, hole. Leva. Yeah. The plopper. The plopper. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, watched The Masked Singer, been trying to... I didn't know it, because I've been okay. so busy. That's okay. You'll catch up. Don't worry. I won't spoil it for you here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's Jeez. emotional. Did it get spoiled for you? No. I'm okay. Just... All right. Then you get a rough day. She did have a rough day. I had a rough And as week. soon as you're done here, go watch The Masked Singer, and you'll feel better. Okay. <laughs> uh what are you guys been playing anything fun uh i'm playing Wreckfest right now which is uh free to play if you have xbox game pass uh it's just like a destruction derby game it's been a lot of fun um and then uh that's really all i've been playing i got recently into star wars battlefront and i know it got uh razzed in the beginning because of the you know the the loot box system on it but i'm having fun with it um it's pretty fun and it's also free to play if, if with the EA Play stuff. So cool. it's a win-win. That is a win-win. Speaking of free game, that's really the only thing I can talk about is Jackbox 7. Uh, that's the only thing I've really had time to play. Did you play any of the other games yet or just uh, 
Uh, what did we do? We did Quiplash three. Oh, cool. So that was that was a little. I mean, it's pretty much the same. Uh, I love Quiplash. Quiplash is so trying to good. think what the difference was with Quiplash three, and then I also played a little bit of six. I hadn't played the the sequel to Murder Trivia Party yet, mm. so we played that last night because that's what my family does. We like to get Murder get Trivia together Party. and play fam like games and stuff. Yeah, it's hotel driven, so it has like a hotel theme. Mm. So that's really cool. cool. There's a bunch of different. Uh, like other games are different, like a magic trick where you have to hide your character in a hole and then the non-dead person has to choose the sword to like run through the box and you hope you don't get oh. skewered. It's called skewer. There's one that's gifts. I lost my cool because we all picked a gift and like my gift was empty and Connie's gift was gifting, but Haley's gift had a wig and we're like, does that mean you're going to die? And he's like, oh, you get to play mother now. And like, they put the wig on her character and like he kept referring to her as mother, like from psycho type thing. <laughs> it was so cute. Like she missed a question and was supposed to go to like the killing room. He's like, well, I can't send mother to the killing room. What? <laughs> yeah, it's so Amazing. cool. That's but then fun. like she messed up again. He goes, well, I gave you one chance. I can't give you a second chance. So when she died, they're like, you can leave it in your wheel to go to someone else. So she gave me the wig. So for the rest of the game, my character's mother. So I like the mother. little wig on top of my little character. It's so, like that. so cute. Hello, mother. Mother. I it was so awesome. So yeah, I played a lot of Jackbox. What have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing more Super Mario 3D World. Still plugging through that. You love that game. I don't. I wouldn't say love, John Lewis. <laughs> love is not the right oh, word. Oh my apologies. <laughs> uh, I tolerate that game. Uh, it's yeah. uh that shit got real hard real fast, <laughs> and. Uh, we're just trying to make our way through. I think now we have to literally go back and get all the stars that we missed because every level has three stars in it. We have to go collect them all. Once I uh, beat the, I'm done. I'm not going back. I know. <laughs> I just, keep, just keep moving that's forward. Very much just keep me, going, John. baby. Yeah. Most, for most part, that's very much me. When like people like in like are the Arkham games, like oh, you got to get all the Rid Riddler trophies. Like nah, I'm cool. Don't. It's cool. I got the game. It's <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah, I, 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 I got to the end. That's oh, I can't do that. Uh-uh. I've cheated with the hard ones. There's too many trophies. <laughs> too many Riddler trophies. Too many. Yeah. So that's what's been going on in my world. What do you what do you guys say we uh go check out the geekery of the weekery? <laughs> on Friday, Warner Brothers unveiled a brand new trailer for James Gunn's upcoming DCEU film, The Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. uh, what'd you guys think? Did you check it out? Yeah. It looks like DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. I hope it looks like that. <laughs> very appropriate, yeah. It's very, very much his humor. Like, I felt like it was just the version of that. I was like, okay, I like it. I'll watch it because I love Guardians of the Galaxy. So, mm -hmm. But it's very much like the writing, the the pacing, the the way the characters are bouncing off each other. I'm like, oh, good Lord, this really is just... That's, just, that's how he writes it, though. That's his, that's his style, man. His yeah. But I mean, I feel like it needed that because poor DC is kind of, in my opinion, <laughs> it's hit or miss. I think I think they're hit or miss. They're all hits. How dare you? Um... <laughs> miss, 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 miss. All right, but let's let's get this established. I am an unapologetic DC fanboy. Okay, I will defend DC <laughs> to the end of my breath, except for Suicide Squad. That movie's terrible. And to go to your point, I'm glad that they are like doing like a soft reboot. Like they're continuing it, but they're also like not. Mm -hmm. 
I'm excited about that part. It looks great. Um, I love King Shark. He's my boy. Yeah. I love Cena. Yeah, Cena's in it. Cena. He seems like such a dorky dork. Yeah. Which is, I know, which I love is so it. great. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, so I'm super excited. Idris Elba was cracking me up. Like he's like the serious guy in this. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that they are playing into the ridiculousness uh, of, you know, the suicide squad uh, of villains who just right. wanted some time off their sentence and if you don't do good, we're gonna blow you the hell up. Right. And, I mean the whole premise is ridiculous. So James Gunn is the right person to to play that up, I think. I'm uh, actually excited about it, which is, again, I'm like the on the opposite end of the John Lewis spectrum. Uh, I'm not very excited about DC movies coming out. DC TV, yes, but DC movies, not so much. So I'm like, oh, I'm actually excited for this one. I, th- I think James Gunn said, I don't mean to interrupt, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I think he said that this was his most favorite film to work on. Like he said he had the most fun making the suicide squad that was an interview a while ago um so i'm excited about that like if this is like i'd love to see like james gunn just like doing whatever because i'm sure warner brothers like here's all the money you need you made guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. and they just didn't mess with them at all they uh they didn't hesitate to scoop him up when all the controversy happened over at marvel they were like oh oh hi yeah we have a job for you sir (laughs) The controversy <laughs> hit, and then DC is like, "Hey, come over here." Hey, 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 <laughs> you know, hey, hey. like, uh, yeah. yeah. So the Suicide Squad is hitting theaters and HBO Max August sixth. So I'm very excited. That's I'm coming in. I'm very in quickly. for that. I'll definitely watch that. They also announced today uh, uh, Black Adam coming out next year. They made that. They they put a date on it, and they released like released nice. a little poster on it. Yeah, I feel like this movie has been trying to come out for ten years. Or I mean, that just... you're also <laughs> correct. <laughs> It's been 84 years. (laughs) Dwayne the Johnson Johnson made it happen. He said, streamline it, book it. This movie's going to (laughs) happen. And then on Tuesday, Disney and Marvel Studios announced that Black Widow has been delayed once again, slipping from its May 7th release date to July 9th. Well, this time I think it is coming out because the film will now premiere both in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access. So the fact that it's coming to streaming tells me that this movie is going to come out on that day because there's no reason to move it. Uh, so to watch the film at home, Disney Plus subscribers will have to pay an additional $30 fee. However, that fee gives subscribers unlimited access to the film. So you can just keep watching it if you want to over and over again. Didn't they do that with the other Disney movies? Like uh, uh, they the did Mulan? It, they did it with Mulan and they just did it with Raya and The Last Dragon. But then some movies are going to Disney Plus and they're not charging you for them. So quite sure what their criteria is to, to for pixar. that it was a pixar thing i thought i don't know i i, honestly I thought that's know. what i read but that is not an official quote so don't be like well leave bates said it was because of pixar it's that's official I... write it down <laughs> yeah, was, uh, i thought it was a pixar official. versus actual disney thing that could be wrong i don't know maybe i'm not really sure uh, this move also shifted the theatrical release of mcu's shang chi and the legend of the ten rings to September 3rd. No word yet on whether that film will also debut on Disney+. Plus. Meanwhile, Marvel's Eternals is still holding on to its November 5th release date. Uh, are you all hoping to see this one in the theaters? Are you good with watching it at home? John Lewis scrunched his face when we mentioned it at all. Uh, <laughs> Black Widow? About Black I, Widow? I w- I w- I'm not going to pay $30 to see Black Widow. Uh, I probably wouldn't pay any, like, any amount of money to see... Uh, or thirty dollars to see a movie, unless I was very like Jurassic Park 
the Jurassic series, maybe. Uh, maybe a couple of DC movies, but thirty dollars is a lot of. That's a lot of change to uh, to watch a like, movie. Well, like, it is. It, I... <laughs> it is if you're by yourself. I feel like it's if you know if you're taking your whole family, that's about the price to go see it at the theater. Yeah, yeah but John Lewis and I live by ourselves, well, right? So, yeah, I mean that's, right. that's yes. No, we don't have that worry. No, that's about the, the family that's the weight. The kids, so. That's the weight yeah. of it all. No, I agree. I I mean I watched Trolls at home. I had, I mean it was free. Um, and it was great. Um, I watched uh, Wonder Woman when it came out, and mm-hmm. it was great. I do miss the theater-going experience. You know, I oh, don't think I missed it as much as I do. I'm actually seeing Kong versus Godzilla this Wednesday in the theater. I uh, think I am too. I don't know if it's going to be Wednesday, but it's going to be. I I think this is going to be my first movie back. Remember, we saw a movie not together one time but we end up sitting like one row apart from one another and it was yeah. like oh hey how you doing <laughs> we're just there by ourselves because i see movies by myself all the time um so I th- i'm not sure if black and you know i don't i'm not sure if black widow really warrants me seeing the theater i think that's definitely one i could stay home for mm-hmm. but i don't know if i'd pay 30 dollars for it. i think and that's probably the issue why i won't see it right away right. i think i'd rather just spend the 12 dollars and just see it in the theater alone yeah, I mean, well, by the time it comes out, I mean, I feel like a lot of the world will be vaccinated, hopefully, by then. Sure. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, by July, we're all so, comfortable going to the theater. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the I'm, optimal experience. I might just, I'm, I'm just throwing caution to the wind and hopefully no one else will be there. And I'm going to try Godzilla and Kong, but give it a I shot. Wait. It's got to be on the big screen. Yeah, I saw Tenant when it came out in theaters, and the theater was empty. There was nobody there, so it was very nice. And I feel like they did a really good job at separating people that were there. Um, and I really hope that this theater that I'm going to does the same thing. Uh, I'm excited for Black Widow. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just don't know if I'll I'll see it in the theater just because I, if I can see it at home with the opportunity, I'd probably just do that. Yeah, I'm really excited about to see like her sister come into the limelight and stuff like that, and like see what she's gonna do because mm-hmm. I have a feeling she's gonna be the one that takes over for her in future films so i'm excited about that yeah it'll be super cool to see that story and fill in some of those blanks of that lost time in between civil war and uh infinity war and see what what she was up to yeah Yeah. uh and then last september nintendo began its celebration of super mario's 35th anniversary However, all of that is coming to an end this Wednesday, March 31st. If you've been holding out on purchasing a copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which bundles HD ports of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy together in one package, you better pull the trigger soon rather than later, uh, as the collection will be pulled from digital storefronts at 11.59.59 on Wednesday and production will cease on new physical copies of the game. People who have already purchased the game by March 31st will still be able to download it, even if they have deleted it off their consoles. The Mario-branded Battle Royale game, Super Mario 35, will also be pulled from the eShop, and its servers turned off. So even if you have it downloaded on your console, it will be unplayable. The special edition Nintendo Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. handheld will also cease production on the 31st, and 35th anniversary branded products in the IRL Nintendo Tokyo Store will also be pulled from the shelves. And while I haven't seen any news regarding the Nintendo Store in New York or the store.nintendo.com website, I would suggest not waiting if you have your eye on anything in that collection. Uh, Wow. Thoughts on all of this stuff going away? Uh, They're hardcore. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, like Disney Vault up in here. All right, all right. You got 
this much time snooze yeah lose so dang i i got the hard copy of the the 3d all-stars so i'm good with that i think that was only that was the main one i really wanted i don't think there was anything that i had to have so i think i'm good but man i feel like this 3d all-stars collection is limited but i feel like if they did the work to make hd ports of these games they're probably going to sell them to people individually Mm. at some point down the line you know they want to make you feel like this is the way they don't want to tell you they're going to sell them separately because if somebody hates you know super mario sunshine they'll go well i'll just wait till i don't have to buy that one well if you want it right now you're buying them all baby who would hate mario sunshine come on a lot of people It is. It, it's like it's the it's the Wind Waker effect, right? Everybody hated Wind Waker when it first came out mm. because I have to sail everywhere. It's different. And then you, you know, years later, it's uh, a lot of everybody's favorite. It's my favorite. I think Sunshine's in the same boat. I think Sunshine's a great game. Mm-hmm. Like it really is. Like they're like, let's do something new, and they did. And it, I thought it was really really good. Yeah, I I, I haven't played it uh, in this collection. I haven't played it since it came out on the GameCube. But I remember really liking that game because it was super fun. Like it was definitely a different mechanic uh, mm-hmm. than Mario has had before, using his little mm-hmm. flood to hover around or, or spray stuff. Like Mario never really did any of that kind of stuff before. Right. It was all jumping and fireballs. So it was super cool to see him do new stuff. So um, you know, I think I think these games are not gone forever. I mean, people are upset that they're pulling these things, but let's be honest. You can't walk into the store right now and buy uh, a Super Mario Brothers for your NES anymore. It's true. Games come, dif- disappear off the shelf. Everything has a shelf life. Well, I mean, you had like, what, six months? Mm-hmm. If you haven't and been I able think, to buy in six months, then maybe you shouldn't be buying And it I then. think, honestly, if COVID <laughs> hadn't happened, we would have had longer. Like, they would have celebrated his anniversary probably for a full year. Um, but I think they're putting a cutoff date so that they can, get, you know, wind up for Zelda's 35th. So I think they're they're ready to make a delineation between the two. I hope they do something in the like, you know, when Super Nintendo land, well, it is open Japan, but when it eventually comes over the States and stuff like that. I don't know if the Wizarding World of Harry Potter still does this, but Universal used to sell Harry Potter books with a sticker on it. It says purchased in the Wizarding World oh, or something cool. like that. I really hope when Nintendo rolls around, they have games you can purchase there, and it has like a limited edition sticker or something on it. That'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool to like just have like bought Nintendo Land. I think yeah, it'd be a really yeah. cool thing. Yeah, so, or cool. just like yeah. some all you know alt cover art or or something. Yeah. You know, just like slid in the sleeve. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's awesome. Uh, all right, what do you guys say? Let's uh, let's move into the old topic of the week. All right, you guys. Last weekend, the long-awaited Zack Snyder Justice League Snyder Cut was finally released on HBO Max. John John Lewis has got it there in his backdrop. We see all the uh, the Justice League members hanging out back there. Yeah. Uh, what are your overall impressions, John Lewis? I thought the Snyder Cut. I don't understand how somebody could release the Justice League in 2017 when they had the Snyder Cut, and I know like. It's like four hours long, but I loved it. That that those f- four hours for me flew by. Um, 
And, you know, I don't want to dive in too much without hearing your thoughts on it as well, but I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I surprisingly, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, you know, overall, I feel like it had a lot of the same beats. You know, they're trying to collect the mother boxes. Mm-hmm. They're resurrecting Superman. There's a battle in the ruins of a nuclear facility. Like, those, those story beats were all the same between theatrical cut and Snyder Cut. However, this felt like a completely different movie. <laughs> From the word go, as soon as it started, I was like, this is very different. Yeah. I only saw the theatrical cut once, so I don't know if I'll be good at comparing the two. It's It, it was very different. Uh, yeah. You know, there was, I feel like there was a lot less of that Joss Whedon witty banter, but I feel like there were still moments of levity in this thing. Uh, it didn't feel, to me, nearly as dour as all those early production reports made it seem. Yeah, somebody said it was like somebody heard from a WB exec where the movie was unwatchable. Yeah. Like, that was like the quote. Yeah, like, I feel like all, all the reports were, were, this movie is so dark and it's it's not the direction they want to go. And I feel like coming out of Batman v Superman which was very broody to me. I don't know if you feel the same way. That movie was very, very broody. Um, And and I was like, well, maybe these stories are true because that movie was very dark. And it it ended on a real downer. Uh, So I I believed it. I was like, oh, Snyder Cut, man, he's going off the deep end. It's going to be dark and moody and awful. It was not. No. <laughs> not it was at the all. most lighthearted of the three. Yeah. Actually, I have a question. Well, maybe well, you guys will get to this because I haven't seen it. Um, Ask away, like, Leva. So how much did he change after they gave him the, okay, we're going to release the Snyder Cut? Because he filmed some extra stuff, right? And then they, add, they fixed a lot of the special effects. So how much was actually changed from the executives viewing of it to what was released because that's been several years they got to work on it sure um so it's, so, in, it's interesting. so maybe did that change it maybe what they did see wasn't near as good and he re-edited and re-shot a few things and now yeah. it's not as it's definitely interesting because he definitely had the opportunity to make a movie with hindsight right like yeah. he could be like well that didn't work so let's do this you know mm-hmm. and according to zach uh, through some interviews he said that only 20% of his movie was used in the movie that was released in 2017, uh, which means there is 80% of unused footage that they could have used however they wanted to. Even if they wanted to cut like a two and a half, three hour movie, they still had all this footage they can do. Um, it's very different. And I don't know, um, you know, I think you raise a good point, but I don't, the only thing I know that they shot with extras was the, uh, the 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 end stinger with Jared Leto and all that stuff, and then they just worked on effects mostly. That's my understanding of it. Yeah, that's how what I understood so, too. So, what about Mustache Gate? Did they didn't they not refilm everything with Cavill? That was that was all for Joss Whedon's cut. Yeah, when when Cavill filmed with Zack Snyder, he didn't have a mustache. That's why there was no mustache. So the Mustache right. Gate. Oh, yeah. Okay. The mustache okay. Gate was just in Snyder and uh, Whedon's cut. Okay, also, that was my... he looks good with a mustache, guys. I, I want to see Superman with that mustache he had in Mission Impossible. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> He's little, a handsome boy. Little Kryptonian flavor saver. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh man. So yes, there's no there's no concerns of mustache here. Uh and no. in all honesty, in this movie, I feel like to me it made Batman v Superman a better movie. Yes. Because that's, I feel that's a really bold statement. Because please. I feel because I feel like watching this movie made Bat- Batman v Superman feel more like Empire Strikes Back. Like it was So like, did they recast and rewrote Lex Luthor? I mean, you don't, you don't like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex uh, Luthor? No. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like Batman. Uh, did you guys, this did is you why I ever... kind of just didn't care about the Snyder Cut. Gotcha, but gotcha. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a lot of things. Like, okay, let me ask you this, because I asked this online. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm glad I joined into this conversation, because I feel like I am the, the unknown variable where it's yeah. like, educate me. You're the fish out of water. Me, convince me to see this. Then sure. I've, you know, because I don't know, I really have nothing to really base off this off of. But I'm not a big fan of Batman v Superman. Again, I haven't seen the the other version because I guess there's a better cut, the ultimate cut or whatever it's called. That's what I was going to ask you guys if you. I have not one. seen that I one saw it, because yeah. I didn't want to waste any more of my life on this film. Um, granted, I hear it is a better version. Now, were you guys fans of? that movie because my thing is i didn't like what he did with that movie so why would i care about the next movie sure right but if you guys are like yeah it was an okay movie but this movie like is where he took it and went like up here with it because a lot of people were like i love batman versus superman and i'm like ah then your your opinion doesn't matter to me because i didn't like it so why would i you know what i mean why would i see a movie by the same guy with the same reality and the same everything going forward if i didn't like what he already created mm-hmm. so so like for someone who didn't really enjoy maybe because I, I didn't see the other version mm-hmm. would i would i enjoy justice league Snyder uh, Cut. so like the ultimate edition of batman versus superman doesn't change batman versus superman Okay. Do you would you agree? Like from from what I remember, yeah, it it just fleshes some things out more. Yeah, exactly. It just adds some more story to it. Um, it really more died. Martha. No, no, no extra <laughs> Martha, but it it does add like it makes you realize that that Lex Luthor was behind everything. Like they they plainly spell it out for you. Oh, okay. Where in the cause... theatrical cut, you have to kind of connect some dots in your head. Yeah. But in, in the, the ultimate edition, it literally tells you like the wheelchair is made of lead, you know, and like it actually goes through all those beats to, to, to tell you that stuff. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I love Batman versus Superman. I will defend that movie till my last dying <laughs> breath. <laughs> I'll go one further, baby. You ready for this? Man of Steel to me is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. I, um, I loved Man of Steel. I thought it was a great movie. We saw it together, didn't we? No. Oh, we saw Fantastic We saw Fantastic Four. Four. We saw that hot turd together. (laughs) (laughs) My question is, did you enjoy Fantastic Four? No. Okay. Okay. Absolutely not. Your opinion is still valid with me. Yeah, no, no. Just double check. That movie wasn't good. It was not good. No, no, no. The best thing about that movie was that damn uh, exploding head scene. Oh, oh man, that, that <laughs> scene was awesome. It was like uh, something out of Scanners. It was so good. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I would say I, I, I enjoyed Man of Steel. Uh, I thought the, the Smallville fight went on just a little bit too long. And, man, the, the, the Metropolis fight, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> what the? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, the property damage 
really took me out of it for yeah. some reason. Yeah, the it was, of it was so that was excessive. That movie was a little bit of like it really like I was really concerned about. That I know, me reason. too. I Nobody should like, look at Superman and go, "He saved us." <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Destroyed everything. <laughs> I'm just like. I, I remember enjoying that movie. It's good. It was I enjoyed like, oh the God, story. Some of I that. Some it, of that. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, is anyone else not concerned about the amount of property damage happening? <laughs> I know. This is just. Yeah, they effed that city up, man. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was the part that I was like, ooh. Yeah. But that movie, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Uh, so then yeah. when I saw Batman v Superman, I was like, oh, this is. This doesn't feel the same. This is very uh, angsty. There's so much angst in this movie. This was not what I expected. Yeah, I, and I think it, why, why it might be so dark and so grim dark is because it's a Batman movie. And I think people kind of confuse it for a Superman movie when it's not. It's ideally yeah. a Batman movie. And I think with that, with that tone of it being so grim dark and everything, you can kind of rationalize that a little bit. I do think it's a very dark movie. It, it is, um, but I think it fits into the narrative of Man of Steel. But going into Justice League, it's a Leva. I think you would thoroughly enjoy Justice yeah, League because it feels completely different. And you see Batman's growth from BBS. Right. Like he he changes, and you know I I appreciate that change so much more knowing where we came from, even though at the time I did not like where we were coming from. Mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed Batfleck in Justice League. Yeah, Do you, is this going to be a spoilers? Up, like, can we talk spoilers? We can, we can talk not? whatever we want, baby. Okay, all right, all right. The opening scene of Justice League, tying it to the end of Batman versus Superman, I thought was so well done, and it made sense within the context of the movie of how Superman would be the reasoning why the boxes like woke up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like just a clever way instead of. Bruce Wayne uh, exploding in oh. a, uh, an alien insect against the wall. He goes, oh, yeah, mother boxes. Those things are what we need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Your, your secret army explodes, <laughs> revealing your secrets. Yeah. Why? That's a, that's a, sh- I almost swore. That's a bad, you know, partner to you have can. on your you're, side. You're allowed to, you're allowed to swears up in here. It's fine. I'm gonna keep it PG, baby. I'm gonna keep it PG. Okay, do, do your best. But if you feel like Paul you need, Giamatti, you know if what you, I'm saying? If you need some sentence enhancers, feel free to use some sentence enhancers. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I thought I thought this movie, like the the character growth felt a, a lot more organic and earned over the, the course of the film. But to me, it begs the question, uh, would this have worked as a four hour theatrical affair? <laughs> because I feel like if it needs to be that long to make the growth feel organic. Should should they consider making it more than one movie? I That's think what I was wondering. I think when it originally was announced, it was announced as a two parter. Really? Was it? Yeah. And then Zach was like, "Nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. It'll be one movie." So I think he may have already Maybe. had that in mind. I can't remember if it was the first movie or the last movie that was a two party, but there was definitely a Justice League Part mm. One and Part Two. No, now that you say that, I do remember that. But part of me just thought he was talking about the sequels. But maybe it was just Justice League Part mm-hmm. 1 and Part 2. That would make more sense. Yeah. Because this movie was a lot to put all together. And I didn't watch it in a four-hour sitting. I broke it up by chapters and just 
fit it in, which I thought worked well too. It to me yeah. that chapter structure felt very much like reading a series of comic books as yeah. you would read like a crossover, you know? So I just it, it felt it was very fun to me to watch it that way and like have some questions and they get to come back and have some of those questions answered. Yeah, it was definitely presented in in a very good way. And if you don't feel like waiting four hours to watch the whole thing, um, it's definitely a good way to break it up. Another movie did that recently. They actually released it in episodes on Netflix. It was The Hateful Eight, which is another very long movie. But they released it in chapters. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was so well done. They actually added time to the, like, they, I think they put in, like, deleted scenes and stuff like that. Oh, wow. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. It was so very well that. done. I actually saw that movie, yeah. <laughs> I saw it in the theaters, too, and I love yeah, the intermission. Too. Yeah, when you saw it in IMAX. Uh, speaking of IMAX, did you uh, did you uh, like the IMAX aspect ratio? Didn't bother me at all. A lot of people complained about it. What what was the difference? I mean, it's more of a four by three, yeah. so it's oh, more right, square. So when you're watching on your normal ass TV, what does it look like? The black bars are on the sides, instead black bars of on the side. instead of the top and bottom. Okay. Yeah, I and people were me, complaining about that. Yeah, it's just different. It's different. I, like, I think people are so used to letterbox formats that when it got truncated down to a square it's kind of it's actually just like how my camera is set up right now it's just a square so it's got the bars on the side instead okay. of up here i think it was framed fine like once i like i was like oh that's right it's a square mm-hmm. okay cool and i like it just reminded me of like watching the lighthouse it's like Zack snyder saw the lighthouse he's like yeah i want to yeah, yeah 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 that's artistic i can do that right <laughs> and then he was like Let's square here's it up thing. baby here's the thing for me i think I think if we had gotten to see it on an IMAX screen, that would have been great. I, I feel like at the at-home experience, it's just a little weird. Because mm. you don't... Like, he's talking about, oh, I like the verticality of it. And, mm. you know, like, things are very tall. I'm like, things are not going to look very tall on my TV screen. That's just not how it's going <laughs> to be. Like, yeah, it's exactly. just not going to work. You mm. know, I almost wish... You should project it. Why didn't you project I, it I did. I projected the first half of it. But still, like... It, Is it the, the same? No. Again, it's not the same as seeing it on a six-story IMAX screen. Like okay. it's just, it's just not. So I kind of wish that they had, he had done a, you know, standard theatrical aspect ratio, and then maybe they had released it in IMAX a little later after it had done really well in HBO Max, and I'd have been like, oh uh, yeah, I'll go see that with uh, all the tops and bottoms. If Warner Brothers doesn't release this in theaters, they they screwed the pooch, my friend. Yeah, they're crazy. They're crazy. They're crazy if they don't release release this in a short theatrical run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like, four-hour movies are hard to get in the theaters because you can only show it so many times a day. Sure. But I think it'll be worth it. I think I'd they go. could do it. I would go. I'd go twice. I would I have go a see question. it. Okay, so when you guys remember, like, Gone with the Wind and, like, the old movies, they had the little intermission. No, like, I know of them, screen? yes. I wasn't there, but I know of it. Yeah, I was there. But oh, okay. would would they do that? And then, like, let's say you're in a theater and there's intermission. Can you actually get up and like use the bathroom and uh, do stuff? Other movies have had intermissions, right? Yeah, yeah. Hateful Eight did. It had a 15 minute intermission, let you go to the bathroom. Really? I yeah. know I've seen a movie with an intermission. I just can't think of it it off the top of my head. Uh, Cats. I don't no, know. absolutely no. not. No. Mm-mm. No, you gotta you gotta finish that one in one shot. Because <laughs> if there's an intermission, we're not going back. <laughs> the BH cut. <laughs> yes. Where's that hashtag butthole cut? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought. Somebody I, in your chat said "chitty chitty bang bang." Did "chitty chitty bang bang" have an intermission? Maybe. "Chitty chitty bang bang." "Chitty chitty bang bang." 
also, also, I didn't see that in the theater. Um, but maybe I think the Sound of Music had one too. But again, I didn't. So see a lot that of older the movies did. Yeah. So, it, so they legitimately movies, actually yeah. used those. It wasn't just like a ha ha. It's intermission, but no, not really. Movies did have intermissions at one okay. point or another. We do it nowadays, and it's like this is a throwback to the olden days. We're being <laughs> cute. <laughs> 40 years ago. Look how cute we are with our little intermission. It's a gimmick now. Like, Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah. I would do it, though. I mean, come on Some of us have smaller bladders, and we like to get really large Cokes and really large popcorns. Listen, and this is why... pushing it from my tiny little bladder. This is why I don't have a problem watching Black Widow at home. Yeah. So I can pause and go get more snackies or go to the bathroom and not miss anything. So was it Braveheart had an admission? I remember Braveheart. I don't remember seeing it. Did I see it in the theater? I did not see it. Maybe Gettysburg. I I remember I watched Gettysburg in the theater. Oh. Yeah. Did Titanic have an intermission? No. No. It was just really long. It was just the you got it. You got a movie. You you already knew the ending. You were disappointed the whole time. I know know where this is going, guys. Yeah. Come on, let's wrap this up. uh, This is taking way too long to get to the 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 bank crash sink. Oh, crash sink. I used to I used to dance under that name. Uh, John Lewis, did you think the slow mo was too much? Because I'm reading a lot online that people uh, too much slow mo. It's a Zack Snyder film. Like, I guess I guess like here's my thing about it. Like, I know what I'm getting stuff myself into when I watch a Zack Snyder film. Mm -hmm. Right? I know there's gonna be a lot of slow mo, and there's gonna be uh, a lot of like close up shots of like people going, and like, (laughs) love it. I, I anticipate what's what's in store. You know, I guess when people like there's too much slow-mo, it's like, I don't know what else. You, it's like going to a Michael Bay movie and not expecting explosions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 360 camera. That's what movement. it is. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I, for me in this movie, I feel like the slow-mo really highlighted like the comic panels. Mm. Like it gave you that sense of like, if I was reading this as a comic book, this is what the pose would look like. This is what the splash page would be. Yeah. So I, and I feel that a lot. I feel like the Flash is in the movie, and he had a lot of scenes. He had a lot of very important scenes, too. So he was very much a, a, a character that warranted the slow motion. Right. So maybe, And, you know, like the Superman fight, you know, was shot in slow motion because of the Flash stuff. So, And there were some gratuitous slow motion shots, like, of just for no reason, which I do agree with. Um, I guess that'd be my question for you is, like, you know, it's a four-hour movie. Mm-hmm. What do you think could have been like trimmed and stuff like that? Did you look at like look at opportunities? That's exactly it. And like <laughs> leave us living slow mo life. It right was now. perfect. Where's Zach? Is he in is he filming you right now? Uh, <laughs> this is the I'm Snyder available. cut of Even the Geek Soapbox. Even if I talk a little bit of shit, I am available for for bookings. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, hit up Leva Bates. She's ready, baby. He's a big fan of this show. <laughs> yeah. He's in chat right now. Yep. Um so there were some things like in the movie where I'm just like, yeah, that would have been cut. That would have been cut. That would have been cut. The singing, like the singing and like she like, oh, yeah. Sniffs a dirty, uh, wet <laughs> man's uh, sweater. Smells like fish all the time. I mean, that was weird. It, it was weird, but those people exist. Yeah, I guess. You know, don't something, think shame, baby. There's don't something for shame. everybody. <laughs> Leva, Leva Bates might do that if if uh, yeah. Jason Momoa dropped his sweater somewhere. I'm not gonna lie. 
yeah, Wait, pick what? it up and smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She gave it us smells a, like man. She gave it a sniff. He, sniff. Uh, I've met I met Jason Momoa. He smells like man. I met him at uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con. I think it was 2013 or 2014. It was like he was hot on Game of Thrones, and he was the nicest dude ever. He was like lives walking the floor talking to people. He wasn't like Jason Momoa yet. Mm, yeah. Well, cool. he was Jason Momoa when I met him at uh, SuperCon slash GalaxyCon. But yeah, his arms were as big as my head, and he smelled like man. Yeah. See, Leva would definitely pick up his sweater. <laughs> uh, John Lewis, did you try to watch any of the Justice is Gray edition? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it on my day off. I tried to what watch some that? of it. He, what is that? They also put a black and white version of the film on hbo max um so there is actually color in the movie that there is there, there is color in the regular one yes i mean okay. it's not it's not joss enjoyed... whedon saturated but it it does have color okay it was so saturated the, the whedon cut one? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was oversaturated. the uh the black and white version just reminds me of the shiny and chrome edition of mad max Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that version? I, I did not, but I saw clips. They bumped down the dialogue audio, crank the score, and then turned it to black and white. And it's like the most incredible thing mm. like you've ever seen on film. See, watching the little bit of Justice is Grey, I didn't feel like they did anything wild like that. It sure. It literally looked like it was just black and white. Um, I almost wish it was like a black and white and red, or, you know, like mm. they put some pops. Like Sin in City there, or something? Yeah, a little bit more like Sin City. You know, like the Reds or like during the the Ooh, fight in the past when the lantern shows up, like mm. just the green would be there. Like That'd I kind of cool. wish that's the route they had gone. I think that would have been more artistic and more fun. This just seemed a little gratuitous to me. I didn't watch the whole thing. Do you know why he released it in black and white? Did you, did you ever read that? Was it Was it like people for years have only seen this film in black and white or something like that. Yeah. He was like, I've been working on it in black and white for like three years. So I was like, yeah, why not release it? <laughs> like, that's his reason. I'm like, well, whatever. You're a millionaire. You can do whatever you want to yeah, do. I guess man. so. I... Yeah. <sighs> Stick it to Warner brothers. Have them release everything they want. You know, yeah, like... every version of this film. Yeah. Let's do the, the G rated version too. It's uh yes, yeah. it'll be great. There's it, a there's a version of uh, just uh, Henry Cavill's mustache. They actually just have the scenes of just his mustache. I like it. Nothing else. That's great. Oh man, it's like the Invisible Man, but just the mustache. Because <laughs> the glasses. Yeah. Honestly, there, there is so much footage. There's honestly so much footage they could probably cut this movie a dozen ways. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, just send that to some film students and just like let them play. Like. Yeah. Yeah, just release all the raw footage out on the internet and just see yeah. what people come up with. Build your own Justice League. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They just leave space, and it's like, Leva Bates' Justice League. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Oh, like, it's so oh, good. Where can we go next? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. Warner Brothers, we're yeah. giving you great ideas. That's a billion-dollar idea, come baby. On now. Did you have a biggest WTF moment uh, of this film? In a bad way or a good way? Either or. Hmm. Do you have? Let me think on this. Okay, because do you have one? Here's mine. I don't understand. Like, how badly did the heroes of the first age kick Darkseid's ass mm. that he couldn't remember where he left the mother boxes or where yeah. the anti life equation was? Like, yeah. he's been searching the entire universe for this thing, and like he gets his ass beat so bad that he doesn't remember to write it down. <laughs> remember, remember where my greatest loss was. Yeah, I don't either. I forgot. Oh, to write I left that my down. pen at home. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know where this is. I guess we're going to have to search the entire universe again to find where <laughs> I left it. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, like, uh, moment. I'd probably agree with you. Yeah, like, you didn't remember, like, where it was. Like, like you fought Amazonians and Atlanteans, and you were like, hey, we should check back on that place. That's yeah, like, his, place. Great, his greatest defeat. And he doesn't remember where it was. Yeah. Um, I honestly, other, I mean, that's a good one. Uh, I don't. Maybe really... he's just blocking. Yeah, he's he... repressing. I mean, yeah, he could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he needed years of therapy to come yeah. to grips with what happened. I mean, they beat his ass good. Like he, he was in dire straits when he left. So I, I feel like he needed some therapy that he didn't get. Yeah, and that's maybe why he didn't remember. Again, I didn't see this movie, but just the way uh, you're listen, describing your, things, uh, your un uninformed opinion, I think, will be the key. I okay. like it. Yeah, it's great. Earth is his Martha. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Like he doesn't like, like he wants to forget it. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, it brings yeah, him too much. Yeah. It makes him upset. He's spaghetti. He doesn't want to do it. It's on Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eartha. Why did you say Eartha? Right, fine. We'll go back. <laughs> Eartha. <laughs> Eartha. Yeah. Eartha uh, Kit. Uh, it ties it all uh, together. Yeah. Catwoman. Perfect. I like that theory. Yeah, well, what was your uh, what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment was well, there's two, and they both involve the Flash. It's when he saves uh, Iris, mm -hmm. um, and at the end when he time travels. Yes, I as as I was watching that last scene where he's like giving himself the pep talk, dude. I started to cry. I this is what I was about to say. I texted Leva. I gave her no context and I said, God damn it, how dare Zack Snyder make me cry during this movie? Dude. So you're saying they may win me over with Ezra as oh, Flash? Absolutely. Completely Justin, different character. Absolutely. Justin yeah. I was like, no. Nah. <sighs> yeah, I give was me, give different me TV character. Flash. Give me the TV Flash. I I was <laughs> Dude, it's so well. The score, oh. the way it's shot, that little when he turns to himself and he's talking to himself. Oh my god! I I said this on Twitter. Um, I said that is a defining genre moment. Is hmm. the flat is him traveling through time? It's up there with Neil before Zod. It's up there with Pizza Time from Spider Man Two. Like it's a defining moment yeah. within a genre. I I am a sucker for. A, a person up against all odds. You know, it's right. like it's like it is me or it is everything. He literally saved everything. Yeah. Without him, it, they Superman, everybody would have died. Yeah. So it's it, any 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 show or movie that has that moment. Yeah. I am a blubbering sucker for it. <laughs> And uh, man, what's the most embarrassing movie you've ever cried in? Oh, I have mine. Know. I don't know. Oh, Leva, what about you? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell I, you. Mine. OK, go ahead. Armageddon. Mm. The, crew, the crew just finishes the job. <laughs> I can't remember the character's name. The middle aged man comes back down. The divorced man running down the tarmac, his son and wife. And I'm like, oh, they came back to him because <laughs> he was this jerk. It gets me every time, man. Wow. I think that I do get misty-eyed at the end of Cool Runnings. <laughs> That's so good. When they get up and they just pick up that bobsled. 
Yeah. And they just walked at the finish line. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. They're going to do it. They're not yeah. going to win, but they're going to do it. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. isn't what happened in real life. They just like crashed and like, okay, we're done. <laughs> Yeah, we lost. <laughs> no, that, doesn't, that doesn't make a good movie. That's not. Uh, yeah, no, 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 that's no. That's not romanticized at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. I think that might be the most embarrassing for yeah. me. Yeah. That's a good one. Cool Runnings is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. What about Homeward Bound when the old dog comes back over oh, the hill? Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that one. I can, I'll take that one then. There you go. Can't, you think that's embarrassing? <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Uh, I, I feel like I cry more in TV shows than I do with movies because, like, really? I'm looking. I'm like, I feel like I cry all the time, but I'm, I watch more TV than movies, so I think that might be it. Mm. Listen, I, I, I mean, let me get back to you on this one. I okay, deal. I cried at the end of Jurassic World, the first one, when uh, T- when Rexy was on top, and like she like it was the very end, and she comes on top, and she goes on the, mm-hmm. the helicopter paddock, and she just roars. I'm like, yes, that's your island, that's yours. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think I think you and I both agree that that scene in uh, Jurassic World two, no, that is. <laughs> Listen here, that is the most gratuitous. Uh, Unneeded scene in the history of cinema. Wait, what? And the Brachiosaurus the blows up in the in the dust oh. as the boat is pulling away. Because you later find out that it's the Brachiosaurus from the very first Jurassic Park you see for the very first time. Like it's that Brachiosaurus, and they killed her in the second one. And you're just like, how dare you? It's so emotionally not there. Like they didn't earn it. So you're just like mad. It's the most, it's the worst. Ah, I mean, it hit for me. I cried. I did cry. I was, I was a little blubbery at that moment. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, are you firmly on the wedding singer? Wedding singer. (laughs) (laughs) When he sings to her. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Can you tell I keep looking over? So I'm looking at all of my movie collection. (laughs) What if I own that? (laughs) What makes me cry? Seinfeld episode four, uh, season six. <laughs> Very George touching. George gets denied a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Soup Nazi makes me cry every time. <laughs> yeah, he gets me every time. I feel it. I, I literally feel the pain. No soup for you. If somebody told me no soup, I would be very sad. Oh man. Uh, John Lewis, are you uh, are you on the restore the Snyderverse train? I am. I'm very much on the Restore the Snyderverse chain. I just want to see him finish Justice League because they say, no, we're going a different way with all their movies, but mm-hmm. they're really kind of sticking to the format. Oh, I have a WTF moment for you. Oh, I'll finish it. after this thought. Um, so I just want to see Zach finish his Justice Leagues, even if they do like the Shazam and all that stuff on their own. Just let Zach finish it out because I'd love to see, you know, Captain Marvel join the fray and Black Adam join the fray and just have all them kind of form the final Justice yeah. League at the end of, you know, the third one or fourth one, whichever it was going to be. Yeah. Do you, do you think we'll get that chance? And, and like, what format would you like to see it done in? No, I don't think we'll see it. I would love it to be episodic content, though. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the breaking that thing up in chapters. Like, I feel yeah. like they could release this thing on HBO Max if they just wanted to, to chop it up a little bit. Yeah, I think if you gave Zach, you know, a hundred million dollar, hundred fifty dollar million dollar budget, he could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, here, let me just go in my pocket. Yeah, just you know, yeah. I'll crowdsource the thing. I can give you twenty bucks at least. 
Yeah, I would I, I would definitely like because I feel like this is like Justice League Volume One and then it had all the chapters. Like right. see Justice League Volume Two, chapter one through whatever. I th- I yeah. think they could definitely do that and uh people would be on board. I I was talking to a a friend about this and I love going to the movies. Like I love filmmaking in general. Mm-hmm. I love seeing films. I love sitting down for two, three, four hours watching a movie. But I'm really on board with TV shows. I mean, I think Game of Thrones really changed the game. Walking Dead, Breaking Bad. Now you got Mandalorian and WandaVision and Cap and all that stuff. Like, they really, I feel like episodic content is just the way to go from here and out. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to sit down and invest all this time. You can And you can make an eight-hour movie if you wanted to, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think, I, I, I don't hate the idea of having TV shows, this long form, you develop stuff and you develop and you develop and then, you know, you could have your big team-up thing in a two-hour, like, yes. let's go see an event. Well, isn't, like, episodic, like, long movies just miniseries? No, but yeah. they, yeah. Yeah. So it's That's just silly. like, let's bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 a network I mean, thing, but let's bring it back. Let's bring the back the miniseries. It, the original It was that, you know, yeah. it was an mm-hmm. episodic, t- you know, it wasn't very good, but it was still episodic and everything. Right. Yeah, I think I'd like to see that format used. And they, and I feel like Hollywood keeps flirting with it of like, oh, we're going to do this Dark Tower TV series and then movie and then go into another yeah, TV series and movie. it would have been way better as a TV series. There's so much for the Dark Tower. Oh, don't, yeah. don't even get me started yeah, on that. But, but they, they have never done that synergy of yeah, the TV show leads into the movie, which leads into the next season into the next movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And like comic books are naturally episodic. Absolutely. You know? Issue one, issue two, issue three, and then you come, you you big your big crisis moment and all that stuff, or whatever you're gonna do, you know, uh, multiverse or you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, kingdom come, whatever it's gonna be. Right. So I think you have an opportunity to do that. I'd really like to see more movie studios break into more television type of stuff. Absolutely. Speaking of, did you? No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say, did you ever see El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie? No. Um, it came on Netflix a couple of years ago. But, you know, Breaking Bad is great. Mm. And El Camino wasn't as good as Breaking Bad, but it really sealed everything up. Like, any questions you may have had were like, oh, okay, here's a little bow. And it may not be what you wanted, but at least you kind of got that closure. Yeah. And I think that was a really smart way to do it. I would love to get a Lost movie. Like, Mm. don't advertise it as a Lost movie, but come to find out, like, oh, this is tied into Lost. Oh, Oh, God. Some Dharma Initiative shit. I'm here for it. Wasn't that what what Sarah, uh, like, uh serenity was yes absolutely there you go he's like sorry that this was canceled before it's prime here's a movie yeah mm-hmm. which i loved <laughs> yeah i thought it was great perfect example uh no what i was gonna say a second ago is do you think unfortunately the uh snyderverse will be retconned by flashpoint or has it already been unbeknownst to everyone retconned by dc tv's crisis on infinite earths hmm did you ever see Crisis, Leva? I know you like the, the shows more than the movies. I have not yet. We actually mm. talked about me starting to catch up. So We're talking about Crisis today. Um, I don't know. I think I think they can move on. I think Shazam's a perfect, and Birds of Prey is a perfect example of moving on from what was established mm-hmm. and going in their own direction. But I would like to see just some sort of continuing, like, I, I think it's not a good idea, especially now, to ignore what Justice League is and move on from that and use 2017 as your canon. Oh, I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I raised my hand like in school. Miss Bates? Uh, <laughs> okay. So 
I get like how Birds of Prey. I actually, I really, I really enjoyed Birds of Prey. By the way, that's it probably one of my yeah, yeah one of my my more favorite of the DC current movies, not back in the day ones. Um, but Wonder Woman, yes, her newest movie. How does this go with Snyder's cut, or does are they completely not even like nothing is affected by this? Um, because that's like I say how these characters like because what you mentioned the movies you mentioned those characters aren't even like really are part of Snyder's Justice yeah. so they can just kind of do their own thing, right? You know maybe Batman Batflex mm-hmm. exists in that universe but he's yeah. kind of off doing his own thing right now so that's why Harley and the Birds of Prey were able to do their own thing you know what I mean mm. but like how does Wonder Woman the newer Wonder Woman you know which we at the time we had only seen. Justice Justice League, does that make sense? Not make sense because I haven't seen either one uh, compared to Snyder's cut. There was one thing that happened in Snyder's cut that went maybe go oh Wonder Woman eighty four, and it was after the museum save. One of the little girls goes up to Diane and says, "When I grow up, I want to be like you." Something like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's what Cheetah did in Wonder Woman eighty four. She wanted to be like Wonder Woman." And Wonder Woman and Snyder Cut gave this look like, yeah, please don't. And I was like, I wonder if that was intentional as a direct to Wonder Woman 84. But it couldn't have been because this was supposed to come out. Yeah, it was already in two, the can. Two years prior. So that'd be interesting if that years ago when like, hey, this is what's going to happen in 84. Cheetah's going to want to be Wonder Woman. That's why she becomes a cheetah. So I don't know. I don't think it really impacts it at all, but there was that little nod to me where I went, I wonder if that was intentional or not. Okay. I don't know. Cause there's that pocket of time that we don't, you know, we don't know what Diana was up to. So I feel like her movies are kind of filling that in. I don't, yeah. and we don't know what happens after wonder woman 84, because it seems like by Batman versus Superman, wonder woman has gone back even more into hiding. So I don't mm. know if, you know, after all the cheetah stuff happens, she shuts down even more. I'm not really sure, but it sure. seemed like she was hopeful at the end of that film. So again, I don't know if it's a crisis situation and things have been changed as a flashpoint thing and Ooh, things have been changed. What about like Aquaman? Cause the Aquaman movie too. I never saw that one either. Does that, is that affected at all by Snyder cut? It, okay. it makes it make a lot more sense except for one thing. And this is my WTF <laughs> thing. Okay. Why does Mara, have yep. an American accent in Aquaman, but has a British ac- or a dialect. Yeah, but has a British dialect in Snyder Cut, and that drove me nuts the entire time. I, I keep meaning to go back and watch uh, Joss's because I don't like her. Did she speak in the theatrical cut? She did. It was ADR. They they had her do uh, an American dialect, so they just changed it. They just changed it. And I think it may have been because maybe James Wan was like, I don't want to have her have a British dialect right. in my movie. Just change it. Um, but that was that's my WTF moment. I, it really bothered. I was like, this is annoying. Why is it happening like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, wow. that's, that's the thing that doesn't tie them together. However, it did give her a a more royal sense that she did have it mm-hmm. in uh, Snyder Cut. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's she has a little more, more clout in this movie. Yeah. Than, and uh, it, the ending, like the 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 ending of Snyder Cut has like Jason Momoa like right off in a car and she's standing there like looking like, no, please don't go because you need to come save Atlantis. So it really does tie into Aquaman very, very well. Yeah. Okay. Better than the 2017 one. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh greed. 
Uh, good conversation, you guys. That was. I feel uh, like I'm talking too much. No, you're not. You're absolutely not talking no. too much. I think you're talking just you the right are, amount. I'm glad you are because I didn't have time to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we had tapings. I had to go in a day early, and then I had to oh. do it. I, I was telling Michael Lee earlier. I was gonna wear my AEW hat earlier. I'm like, wait, I don't want to be a giant mark. I'm gonna wear this Dunder Mifflin hat <laughs> because whenever I stream, I always have my AEW hat on. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't wear that. I have to wear my Dunder. I'm just like a big old mark sitting next to Lever wearing this stupid hat. <laughs> oh hey, man, AEW on Wednesdays. That's TNT. right. Watch it. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, Soap Suds, uh, what did you think of the long-awaited Snyder Cut of Justice League? Was it a success, or uh, did you prefer the more lighthearted Justice League? Uh, do you think we'll ever see the resolution <laughs> to the Nightmare storyline, or will it be retconned out of existence? Oh, Let God, us know. <laughs> Let I us know to... by uh, dropping us a line on uh, Twitter or Instagram, or shoot us an email, thegeeksofbox at gmail.com. Or pop by our Discord. The link will be in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. And if you send us some messages, we'll read them here next week. There's nothing in the mailbag this week. And uh, we're just all out of time. So, uh, Leva, drop them socials. And what do you have coming up? Wrestling Leva and everything. Wrestling Leva on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, check my Pro Wrestling Tea store. Check my EW store. Check my cameos. All the things. I think we have Critical Botch coming up. We have not texted each other, but it usually happens last minute. So mm. look for us either tomorrow or Tuesday. Rumor has it, the fans are telling me he was thinking of doing Tuesday night, but he has not told any of us gamers. So <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We're thinking, I'm thinking Critical Botch on Tuesday. So keep your eyes open. Uh, we have obviously... As always, uh, all the shows coming up for AEW, like Dark, uh, Dynamite, Elevation, all the good stuff. So definitely check those out. I was watching you guys play Among Us because I usually watch you guys and I watch in between like all the channels and everything. <laughs> and Colt Cabana is so good at that game. His poker voice is incredible. I wish I had a poker voice like that. He's like, oh, it wasn't me. Good at the game. <laughs> Did you see the very last round where uh, Allison K couldn't see anything? So I was her eyes. I ended up getting kicked out really early, but no. then I was just the queen of sabotage. <laughs> I would like, she would murder someone and I would lock a man so no one could find it for a long time so she can get away and I'd turn out the lights so she can murder someone and then like go into Dang. the emergency so they all go a different direction. I was, I was her guard dog. I was like Very the good. best guard dog. And everyone was like, that was incredible. That Cause like she didn't know that was a steam game. So she just went to Google and was like, download uh, among us and got like a, not a good copy of among uh -oh. us. And so it was a lot of glitches. She couldn't see things. So it was, she legit, her and I won the entire game. Dang. That's time. awesome. Yeah. John Lewis. Hello. Thanks for being here, friend. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Where can our uh, soap suds find you online, and what do you have coming up? Uh, we got twitch.tv slash John Lewis. That's J-O-N-L-E-W-I-S. We are doing our 200th stream. <gasps> Woo! Hell this yeah! This Friday. This Friday. Yeah, I like that. It's going to be <laughs> a, not an all-day stream, but it's going to be a very long stream. And... Um, it's not going to be, uh, I'm actually working on stuff right now. Um, 
It's not going to be a typical John Lewis stream. Uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways. I have a bunch of sodas, uh, Funko sodas uh, that I'll be giving away. I'll mail it to you and all that stuff. I have a couple of uh, pop, uh, Funko pop dupes I'm going to be uh, giving away. So it's going to be a grand old time. I hope that people are there for the 200th stream. What time do you normally stream? Uh, so Friday, I'm going to start streaming at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Okay. 2 p.m. Eastern Friday. Twitch.tv slash John. Drop me a reminder. I will. I'll stand by. Thank you. And uh, you can uh, follow me at John Mose Lewis on Twitter. It's just about wrestling and uh, me being angry at the the Florida governor. So uh, (laughs) that's basically all it is, is me yelling at Ron DeSantis (laughs) and uh, tweeting about wrestling stuff. So that's all it is. Awesome. Uh, You can find me at Emily Ponton on Twitter and you can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox every Tuesday and Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can always follow TGS on Twitter and Instagram as well at the Geek Soapbox on both platforms. And again, don't forget to come by our Discord server. We're trying to get that thing up and running. I still don't understand it, but what the heck? We're going to give it a shot. As always, the audio-only version of the show will be available on Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. And hey, podcast listeners! If you're uh, already listening to us as a podcast, but you want to see our geeky faces recording it live, you can catch us on Twitch every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash thegeeksoapbox. Until then, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. John Lewis, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Uh, We'll see everybody back here next week. Have a great night. Peace out, friends. Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production, executive produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton, with associate producer Leva Bates, floor director Matt Smith, theme music by Richard Reeves, and additional musical cues by Adhesive Wombat.